Good morning. Welcome to the meeting, Sunday morning meeting. Thank you for being with us. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved by calling 800-411-2663, 800-411-BOND, or email church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and uh, put your name and town on it, and we will read your emails today. Good morning, everybody. How are you guys? So what are you guys thinking when you're looking at me during the opening? Because I look at you, everybody looking. How do you get your, your thing like that? That's what I'm thinking. What thing? Your, your scarf. How did I, isn't that nice? You get it like that. You really want to know? He bought it. It's sewed into the suit. Oh, it's sewed into the suit? No, come on. You don't have the suit. Oh, that's interesting you want to know about that. I wonder if you remember the assignment from last week. <laughs> you guys want to know how I did it? I did a really good job, right? You didn't do that. I'm sorry? You didn't do that. Why? You want to bet? I'll bet you some money. All right. This is how you do it. I did a good job, huh? <laughs> you bought it. <laughs> Whoever thought of this is making a lot of money. Really? Because it's so easy now. Before you had to do all that stuff. And you can blow your nose put it down in there. Uh, anybody remember the assignment from last week? What is it? Uh, okay, only two people. You think. So, so that means you didn't do it this week then. You don't know if you did it. Well, I mean, I, I'm trying to think that. I think the word was it accept, right? You're not sure? No. I mean, that's what I wrote on my... You wrote on your Blackberry, but you still didn't remember what it was. Why me except what? So. Except what? Except what? <laughs> yes, what are you doing? Um, you had your hand? I was going to talk about it. Just to remind you, acceptance was a meeting. I'm sorry? So acceptance was what we talked about, you know, to accept and then if... Um, to be aware of your, your feelings or, you know, the feeling comes inside you when you're dealing with situations. You didn't remember what it was during the week? I don't remember specifically, but I know we are talking about acceptance. So that means you didn't do it? Yes, of course. Maybe I did it, but I still Maybe. know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get the guys at the back to be quiet? We are having a meeting. Um, I think sometimes you can still do it because you still have those issues. But how are you going to do it if you don't remember what it was? Well, you still doing it anyway. Do you remember, Roger? No. You don't remember. What I didn't remember, but now that he said it, I mean, I can remember things this week that happened when I did just accept something as it was, you know, and how I did yeah. that. I would talk to a friend this morning. I said, do you remember what the assignment for the last week was? He's like, no, I don't remember. I can't remember. And uh, I said, you know, it's interesting how people don't remember the things of God, but if God said, remember the to cuss out your neighbor, you remember to do that. <laughs> but when you said think on the things that you should be thinking on, you don't even remember what they are. Isn't that amazing? And this was so important. Baby, I know you did it. I know you remember. You're pretty holy. Well, I think I did do it, but I don't remember what it was. Uh -oh. <laughs> I think I did. You think you did and you didn't remember what it was. Uh, That's pretty good. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the specific uh, thing, but that doesn't mean necessarily that I didn't do it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You've done you, those things. You listening to Rhonda, you believe what she said, huh? No, I was, I was, I saw that before she had said Oh, you, <laughs> you saw that. Who showed it to you? <laughs> I mean, it could come about, you know, just because you don't remember the specific instruction. It, it may have happened anyway. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't remember what it was. But you just Why said, I saw, I saw, I didn't remember what it was, but I could have done it. Who showed you that? The devil. <laughs> no, all I'm saying is you, you may go about doing that naturally because no, I didn't remember whatever it was. <laughs> there has been time. No, I'm making Amazing. Jesse, I, there's been times where I have done what, what it was, but I didn't remember it directly from you. 
but I have done it. I have done it. Oh, okay. That's all I'm saying. All right, I'm convinced now. Okay. <laughs> what was it? That was real sincere, so I'm convinced. Okay. Um, tell these lost souls what it was. It was to be aware of accepting life. Life is what it is, and be aware of accepting. Yeah, I said that if you want to be free, for well, one week, you got to accept what happens. What is? You don't be upset about it. Don't deny it. If whatever happens in your life, <coughs> don't get upset about it. Accept it and see if there's a change in your life. Remember that? Anybody yeah. remember that now? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. the light comes on, huh? <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I see it now. So, anybody do that? Well, no, nobody did it. Only these two people did it. I'm sorry? Did it. You did it? Even the guy I was here with. He did it too? for a few days after. Oh, yeah? So, what? tell me what happened. Give me an example of something that happened and the outcome. Um, you mean like a specific instance? Yes. I, mean, I just kind of accepted my general situation for the time being, you know, uh, financially, with work. I said, you know, instead of being upset that I don't have this amount of money right now or, you know, depressed, like, oh, man, I'm not. Like, you know what? I'm just... First of all, I'll focus on the things that are good, you know, and my child, and, you know, I'm not starving, uh, you know, and um, just accept it is for what it is and keep working, though, but keep doing what I do every day. And, um, and how did, did, did it make your life easier to do it that way? Actually, it did. Yeah. It, it was just, it wasn't a big deal. I was just, you know, going about, I was like, I have nothing really to be complaining about. That's Before right. Before I would come home and be like, oh, man, be depressed, and, but, you know, it made me a lot happier, and it was a lot easier to go about that way. Isn't it interesting that when you don't accept it, it seemed to be a big deal? It is. But when you do accept it, it's the same situation, but it's not a big deal. Right. That's amazing, huh? That's what keeps you, I think, what kept me from getting through things in it, the past because I was so hung up on them. That's I right. I never get past it. It is what it is. Right. And, um, and when you get upset about it, and people don't realize when you get upset about it, you start to judge it. You start to go in the past or the future. You're gonna make it better later if I can only make it through this. But when you accept it, there's no temptation to tempt you to feel any kind of way about it. Then you just deal with it. Right. How about the person that yelled at you in the office? Did you, how did you deal with that? Well, that, that, didn't, that wasn't it. That oh. didn't happen, I was just trying to give an example. Did that, okay, did that person yell at you in the morning in the office this week? No, it never happened. Oh, uh, you just made that up last week? I was just trying to give an example of oh. what you're asking. Oh, I thought you if said that. Somebody too. came and yelled at me. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because I, would, I wouldn't just get yelled at. I would, oh, I thought I would some... get mad. I would speak back and you know, make my point. But... Oh, okay. Did you, did you do it? Yeah. And tell me what happened. <clears throat> the week just went by better. One of the issues I was dealing with was a family issue, and I just released it, didn't, uh, didn't deal with it, didn't think about it, just accepted what was, and, and actually it, it uh, began to turn around for me. Yes. Isn't that amazing? The more you let go, the better things. It's not real what you're fighting on, the things you're fighting against. It's all in your mind. It's not that important. <laughs> There's nothing in life that's that important that you need to hold on to it or worry about it or be upset about it. Nothing. It's best to let it go. And when you let it go, you can work it out. It resolves itself. You see how to overcome it. Plus, you don't give room to your, your, your ego mind to try to cause you to trip out or worry about it or, or fix the problem or that kind of thing. Isn't that a nice way to live? Did you do it the whole week or just? No, I did it the whole week. And then week went by just like that? Yes. Yeah, that's how it is. There's nothing in your life you need to hold on to. You seem like you doubted that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what? But where's, where's the power of overcoming? Where is the power of overcoming? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, you can, like, say um, you're doing... Um, your relatives, for instance, you have to deal with them. And uh, you see that uh, they're still kind of getting you upset. You see that, you accept it, but where's, where's the overcoming, the, the power?
power to overcome all that? Well, when you accept that that is overcoming, that you just see that they're getting you upset. They're getting to you. And if you don't do anything else about it, you start to overcome it. But if you attack them or start judging yourself, or you know, you start to worry about it, you don't overcome it, you get worse. So that goes with long-term problems. You just, you just kind of accept it and uh, it should eventually clear up. I don't know what a long-term problem is. Hmm. Let's say you're just, I don't know, um, a, um, like an addiction. You know, some addictions can run years, and even after you stop them, you still have this tendency to want to go back to it. Right. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um, I want Wayne to re respond to that, because he's jumping up and down. It, is that true, what he just said, Wayne? Him? No, you. <laughs> Your dad. I have no idea. You have no idea? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, no, yeah. You know, he mentioned family situation, and that's one of the things that I was dealing with. And when I just released and said, you know, it is what it is, and there's nothing I can do about it, that person can remain, you know, upset. And, and I just dealt with that. One of the things that helped me last week was I, I didn't hear the whole um, meeting, but I came in, Justin was saying, he just loves to tease people who are mad at him. Yeah. And so I just picked that up, and the week went by better. That relationship was better because people can be angry, but if there's no feedback, if there's nothing to feed them, yes, not even facial expression or sign or, you know, if it's just fun, then they, they go about their business and it... it because they, they don't have anything to feed off. They can't live off you. So they have to go away or, or find somebody else that they can attack. <clears throat> but what do you say, Favor, about the long-term term drug problem that it takes to overcome? He didn't mention drugs. Oh, what, did, what did you say? Addiction. It could be drugs. Addiction. It could yeah, be it could be any, any kind. Yeah, it could be anything. Uh, <clears throat> I just, it's the same principle. You don't. You you um, you just accept it. You don't judge it. You watch it, and you ask God for help, and it will it will go away. Um, Eventually. Yeah, I mean, accept accepting it doesn't mean you're agreeing with it. You're just stopping the the fight with it because we don't have the power to overcome anything ourselves. So it will it will get resolved. It's not ever going to get resolved if we try to resolve it ourselves with any kind of struggle. Yes, Susan. Did you have your hand? Oh, um, yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't here Sunday, but I did accept, you know, I did do what you said. Because a few, yesterday I was having, I went to a town hall meeting where I spoke. And I was real weak. I was disappointed that I, I was real weak when I spoke. And I, yesterday the thoughts were coming to me saying, you hypocrite, you, you know, <laughs> all sorts of stuff, yeah. all day long. Did Favor make you sit down? Favor, no, he didn't make me sit down this time. Uh. <laughs> I actually, what they made me could go up in front of everybody with my oxygen and everything. I so, uh, well, you're a good candidate for uh, socialized health care. Yeah. So anyway, I... Um, <laughs> they put her up front with her oxygen and take her. So I, that threw me, and I didn't do such a. I did. I did okay. I I pointed things out, but I um, was disappointed. I wasn't stronger and made some other points, but because I did get an opportunity to talk. And, yeah. The one that. Um, but anyway, I just yesterday I just accepted. I saw those voices coming. Usually I hate. You know I resent that they're talking to me, telling me what a bad person I am and. But I just watched them. I just didn't yeah. try to run away from them. I just watched them. And the one thing I realized about long-term addictions, it doesn't exist except in your mind. God helped you get over things just like that, at the twinkling of an eye. But if you've been taught it's long-term, or your thoughts are telling you it's going to take forever, and you believe the lie, that's why you're constantly fighting with it forever. It's an illusion. It is not real. He changes people just like that, especially when you can let go and let him do it. 
Now, the, the temptation will come and, and keep trying to pull you back in by telling you you're not over it or, or trying to make you feel something about it. But really, it's over as soon as you realize you have it. It's done just like that. What a nice way to live. Huh? It's over as soon as you realize what? That you're in it, that you have this issue. Oh, okay. Whatever it is. If you can just realize you have it and that's it, then it's over with. Yes. Well, what, is the, what if it's a physical addiction? You know, like if somebody's addicted to heroin or something, it's just over with? Their yes. Body, and their body is not telling them that it's over with. Right. They're going to feel the ego pain of it because the ego has been living off that for so long. So it's going to cry out for it because it doesn't want to die. But if you just realize it's not you that's crying out, but it's the ego wanting to be fed, and just let it die, it's done. But most it's people think like that, that, yeah, just like that. Most people think that the pain that they have is their pain, that they're feeling the pain. But it's not you feeling the pain. You're just laying there or standing there, whatever you do, <coughs> feeling nothing about it. Just It's this other not you that's feeling the pain of it. That makes sense? But see, we've been so trained to live in, long -term, in a long-term way. We've been told things take forever. We've been told that some things we cannot overcome. And the moment you believe that lie, then that's the way it is. It's the lie that keeps you locked in because your, the devil mind will play on that. And we've been convinced of these things. It, and God tells us that we can overcome it at the twinkling of an eye. And But people don't know how to overcome because they're so identified with it. So, so you're saying there would be no withdrawal pains or anything for an individual that was in that situation? They wouldn't have any withdrawal. They would they just they may have some, a finger. They, could just they may have some pain in their body because that thing wanted. But as long as they know that it's not them, that's not the true person crying out for it, then they can get over it. And if they have to endure some body pain, they just have to endure it. But they would know that it's not them. And that's the problem. People think that it's them. And so they start to get depressed about it. Or they say, oh, I thought I was over it. Look at it. I still want it. But it's not them that want it, wanting it. And that's why you have to become aware of, of the not you self. Because most people, 99% of people, identify with a, a self that's not them. They don't see this other self that's there, the real self. That makes sense? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay. What is the other self? The other it's self. Not you, who is it? The other self is the self that don't feel pain, that has pure joy, has peace all the time. <laughs> The other self is the self that love what's right and would do what's right and follow what's right. Uh, and the other self, you can't feel, taste, or touch. You just live it. And it's life. There is no fear, no doubt, no worry. But this self that you think is you that is not you is the dying self. It has fear, it has doubt, it judges a fellow man, it, uh, it drinks, it lies, it cheats, steal, it worry. It looks up to, to the outside for something to satisfy it. That's not you. And that's the problem is people don't know it. And that's what I'm trying to do is help them find their true self. The kingdom of heaven is within us. And once you find that, you never have to worry again. You don't identify with what your body is going through. The pain of the body, of the ego. You, you cannot identify with that anymore. Yes? Um, I have had experiences where, you know, you see something and you think you want to do that or go that way and, just go, and you know, I just can say, it's not me. Right. I mean, you can, I could already see. Yeah. I couldn't go there. You get glimpse of it along yeah. the way. That's why it's good to sit still and know God because some people have, you know, they, they're kind of tough. They love pain. They love suffering, so it take them a while to get there. So, but they get a glimpse of another reality along the way. You can get that. And that's why what people mean when they say, well, I had it, but then I lost it. I had it, I don't have it anymore. They had a glimpse of it. They didn't have it. Because once you cross over, you can't go back. 
It's like once you go black, you can't go back. <laughs> He's sick. <laughs> I knew that would be a good example. <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, you're right. That's that's still the the same tired old problem. Is I just relate too much to it. Yes. To the uh, absolute pressure of it, the feelings of it, the you know that. That's me suffering and all that stuff. Yes. I still do relate to it too much. How many people understand that? You're totally relating to something that's not you. And that's what the problem is. Yeah. You, you're already free. You've already been saved from hell. But you just don't know it. You've been taught other things. You've been preached at. You've been told what you should feel or think. You've been lied to. And so you just, it's hard for you to disconnect from the lie. You got to doubt the lie so you can believe back into the truth. If you can ever doubt the lie, you'll be free. That's all it really takes. It's so easy. You're not a drug addict. You're not an alcoholic. You're not a liar. It's just you believe that you are. But that's not who you are. Now that's who your father is and you serve him. Yes, Mary. Um, well, I guess that's the problem that we don't realize. And I mean, you know, some yes. things you kind of, uh, you know, wake up to, like, you know, for instance, if you have a smoking addiction and then you're able to give that up, just give it up because it's not you and you all of a sudden see it's not you and you don't go there. So even when the, when the pain, when the body cry out for it. Yeah. You know, that thing that. That ego will cry out, oh, I want a cigarette. Right. The first time something happens and you overreact to it, yeah. you want to go smoke. But if you can know that's not you crying out for it, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, that's what, the, what it happened was that it was like, it, it was, I was relieved from it. And then, you know, it came back like, oh, well, you know, and <laughs> yeah. it's like, I'm like, well, that's not me. It's just like, you know, you just kind of see it coming and you realize, that's not me, so you don't have to go. It's strange that you can live this way. This way of living is strange because it's Why so, do that you don't see a lot of people living this way. It doesn't seem to be, it doesn't, in, in your fallen mind, it doesn't seem, it, it just doesn't seem to be another way of living, live free from this other reality that we've been taught. It doesn't, but it's real. And I think about this sometimes, like, this is too unreal, you know, that you can live, there's a real way of living, a natural way. And most people live in the unnatural way of living, the unnatural life. So, so what does it take so we can wake up? What does it take? Yeah. Remember the assignment, it's the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> what it takes is to seek first the kingdom of God and his right way and all things will be added. So just keep going there. Your mind should be sat on the things of God. Mm -hmm. And not. And, and Wayne Jr. gave a good example. He said, you know what? It's the way it is. And all of a sudden, he relaxed. Mm -hmm. He didn't go home depressed and, oh, I got to pay bills and the day is rough. Mm -hmm. Because he, his mind is sat on the right things now, instead of on the bills that he has to pay up, or who like him or who don't like him. Now. All this stuff. It doesn't, it make doesn't sense. mean anything. Uh, that's right. It, 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 you got to be nuts. That's why I said most people are retarded. So it's just like every Isn't that like a retarded mind? <laughs> we need to bring that word back really strong. Right. So it's just like every time it starts pulling you there, you just kind of, you know, every time it starts pulling you there, you just kind of see it. That's all you need to do. That's it? Yes. Yeah, because it just kind of like keeps <laughs> Yeah, it, like, it controls you. That's why I said that. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. We are not in control of our own life. Because if you're connected with this not you thing, it does make you do what you don't want to do. You know, it makes you worry. It causes you to trip out. It causes you to hate your fellow man. It causes you to overreact. But when you disconnect from it by being born into this other life, then it causes you to do what you do. Not to worry. Not, you can't even overreact. It gives you perfect peace. Isn't it like nice? And all you have to do is let go. So, so 
So you can say the word born is also a transcendence, is that it? What does that mean, transcendence? You know, <laughs> that must be a white word. <laughs> right. To rise above. You know, born is to be born like you're born, but to transcend means that you're above that. You don't have to yes. be in that element at all. Right. I like to, I like the word just to be aware of, of that this is not you. Just know it's not you. And if people can be aware of it. Now let me tell you about awareness, because I know now everybody's gonna be aware, right? And nothing's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> you could be aware just because I said be aware. And so now you feel the pain of your body and you worry, but nothing happened. You can't make yourself be aware. That's why you have to sit still and allow God to come in and shine the light on it. Because that's what it is. He, the light is inside of us, and it's shining on this thing that's not us. And it separates you from it. You just need to know you need that, and then he will do it. But you got to sit still. you got to just be quiet. Have that quiet time so it can happen. Because when you're hooping and hollering, it implies that you can do it yourself. It, it implies that you know what you want, and you really don't. That makes sense? Do you do the prayer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? You do it every day? Of late, yes. <laughs> Did you do it all week this week? Uh-huh. Morning and night? Yeah. I can't hear you. Yes, uh, morning okay. and night. Why don't you stay with the prayer? Um, if, if, if the preacher said, of yourself, you could do nothing, and, and you go, amen, that's right, and then the preacher say, okay, just sit quietly so God can guide your life. And you say, yes, sir, Mr. Preacher, that's right, too. You don't do it. I don't know why. Okay. Or you do it and you see that it does work and you get away from it. Help me to understand that. It's uh, just not being born and it gets, keeps pulling me back. Not being what? Not being born again, so it keeps pulling me back. So I, it's like you see the way to go, and then you sit there, and then you're like, okay. And then the next time it comes up, it's like something just kind of just pulls you away. So you, you, you need more pain yes. for a longer period of time. And some people like that. There are some pain freaks out there. They love pain. That is so bizarre <laughs> because it's like, why would you want right. to have more pain? Yeah. And you know what? Just suffer. That's why I say suffer and die. Because if I let you keep suffering, maybe yeah, you'll okay. eventually say, hey, this is enough. And then you'll let go. Sometimes it does take pain to do that. So just keep suffering. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm just going to look at you. And realize you're wasting a lifetime. But it does take suffering. I, and for me, I had suffered long enough. I just realized, you know what? This is too much. I can't handle this. And I just let go. My, my suffering brought me to that too, so. So just suffer. You're pretty young. Pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm pretty young. I saw a hand over here. Yes, sir. Uh, when you said before, we're already free, and we're already saved, and we are simply not able to realize that, is because we are completely identified with whatever we are. Right, that's what I said. Completely You're identified. totally identified with it, so yes. you can't see the other way. You think that is you. That's the lie that the devil has played on you. He made you think that is you, and then you have people out there to validate that it is you. Take a pill and feel better. There's nothing you could do about it. You got to disconnect from the lie. It because, is not you. Because, it, it, you know, when you say, hey, I'm already saved, I'm free. You know what? It sounds, it has a degree of being not quite real. You know? That's, that's, really, that's really what it is. Yeah. How many people believe that you're already free? Yeah. It's hard to believe, huh? No, I believe that I'm already free, but I'm in this body. I'm not getting the, it's not me, because I'm, I'm in this, this free person, right. free spirit, is in this body. And it's got to eat, and it's got to, you know, sometimes it, it feels pain, you know. What got to eat, the free person or the body? The body. Right, but the free person don't eat food. Okay. They eat the food of truth, of life. Right. But the ego person, the not you need food and everything else to keep it going. You need lies. 
No, it doesn't need knives, but it, it needs need, food. It needs sex. It needs everything. It's okay to eat. You're not getting it. You know, I understand. And don't try to make yourself get it. But I don't quite understand it. The spirit person, the real you, don't eat food. Okay. Yes. We're not bread and water and stuff. Okay, I got that. I understand that. I'm sorry? I, I understand that. Right, but you, don't worry. Just know you don't have it yet. And, and just stay still. Do you do the prayer? Yes. Every day? Yes. Yeah, just stay with that. But don't try to figure it out. Your mind cannot grasp this. I just want you guys to think about it, and ladies, to, you know, when I say think about it, be aware of yourself. Just be aware so you'll see. And you'll get a glimpse. Wow, this is silly. It's not, this is crazy. Why am I acting this way? And you'll start to see. That's all I ask that you do. You said what now? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, you know, not, not needing to eat. Um, Jesus told his disciples when he was talking to that woman at the well, I have food that you don't know of. Yes. And how was he able to, you know, go out in the wilderness and not eat or drink? Or I don't know if he drank, but not eat for 40 days like, like Moses and still be strong coming back at down up. Yeah, that's right. You know, I was, again, I would talk to a friend this morning. And I was saying, and, and he would tell me how God dumped all this stuff on us to deal with. And I was saying, wow. I wonder why God would dump all this stuff on us. If I was a daddy, I'm not going to dump a lot of problems on my children. That doesn't seem fair, huh? He's going to give us all these problems and then tell us to overcome it. And then he's going to hide the secret from us so we can't overcome it. <laughs> what kind of God is that? Because this is hidden treasure. <laughs> so I don't know if my friend is right that God is just dumping all this stuff on us. But we do have issues to deal with that make us better if we deal with it in the right way. I, I'm loving this life, folks. Absolutely loving it. Because I'm, I'm, I'm discovering the secret of it. And it's nothing like what I had imagined. Nothing like it at all. Yes? You know, I realize why a lot of people don't get over pain. You know, why pain doesn't help them come to the truth. Yeah. That, um, because they like to judge the pain. Are you talking about them. yourself? Yeah, oh, okay. I like to judge. The pain causes me to feel sorry for myself and judge yeah. what's caused me the pain, either the person or myself. And I think the only thing that, that the only thing that you're doing wrong about that is by saying I like to judge, because if you like being that way, you wouldn't be seeking the right way. People who love hell are not seeking the right way. But I mean, that's they're my, seeking way. It's, it's like, like my temporary pleasure to get over the pain. I'm sorry? It's like a temporary pleasure to get over the pain. Right. When I can't handle it anymore, then I go ahead and judge and... Uh, right, you know. or do something to right. feel better, a quick fix. Because I still believe that that pain is me. And yeah, the, the thing I want you guys to know, if you're seeking what is right, then you don't need to claim that you don't want what is right. You know, I like to judge. If you like to judge, why you bother seeking God? That's another setup. Because life and death is in the power of the tongue. You can either speak it into your life or not. You know, so when you claim, I want God, but yet I want suffering, it's not you that influences you to, to do that. That makes sense? Yeah. So just watch it. Let go and watch. I saw, uh, yes, sir. So the body needs food and water, things like that to grow? Yes. What does the spirit need in order to grow? $10,000 good question. Mm -hmm. You want to tell her or him? Yes, what does it take to have for the spirit to grow? Yeah. First, you must be aware that yeah, you can't make it grow. And to do that, you, may, uh, you must be learn to stay still in the mo uh, moment. I guess the f uh, thing you have to learn, uh, realize, well, what you, in order to find out what you can do, the first thing you step you have to know is what you cannot do, uh, cannot do. And start taking it one step at a time. Uh, Time, if it's something, if it's done that uh, physically, it may, uh, it may be, uh, it may be the same spiritually, but one different. Different. You only need to take one step spiritually. You only need to take one step to re um, to reach your um, reach your objective. Okay. What do you say, Peter? Uh, what does it take? 
the Holy Spirit, the quiet conscience, the opposite of the voices and thoughts in our head? That's not the question. What does it, what do we need to? What a spirit to grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what it needs. It yeah. needs the Holy, the, that's how we grow. Spirit needs the spirit to grow. Right. <laughs> oh, so the question was, what does? <laughs> what's the? What does? What, uh, what type of food? Spirit? Yeah, what type of food does the spirit need to grow? To make it stronger and grow. But well, I, I believe our, our soul, our spirit needs the Holy Spirit to grow. That's how we. That's how we grow. Okay. Yes, John. Faith. Faith. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Consciousness. Consciousness. That's deep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Pat. Deep. Did you have your hand? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the spirit needs truth to grow. Yes, sir. That's all it needs. That's it. It's truth. That's all it needs. You can actually <laughs> prove that by just when you have a conversation with people and truth is exchanged and all of a sudden there's a freeing up of something. That's right. You just saw it. That's you just right. saw it in operation. When you see the truth about yourself, when you're, like you said, having a conversation with someone else, we realize it's truth that set you free. It causes you to grow spiritually. The lie would never do it and most people live the lie because the ego loves the lie. But it is the truth. The truth shall set you free. You shall know it, and it shall set you free. Yes, sir. The problem, so is it it's the receiving of the truth and also the giving out of that truth? Yes, sir. Because when you receive, you got to give it back so you can keep yourself open for more to come. You can't get it and hold on to it. As they say, some people can't accept the truth. Right, it's up to them. Once you put it out there to them, you've done your part. You can't make them accept it. But that's all it takes, the truth. You can meditate until the cows come home and nothing will happen. If you don't have that truth, you can just, you can pray forever and ever in a day. Nothing's gonna change. It's the truth that's gonna do it. And that's all the, the prayer does. It just, it calms you down, slows you down so that the truth can catch up with you. And that's what most people don't wanna have time for. That's why most people don't sit still and pray. You don't have time for the truth. The pain of the truth, if you hate the truth. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. So I noticed that everything I do is an attempt to escape that, from that truth. Yeah. And then when I look around me, I also see other people doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, so I'm in reality, is it really that bad that stillness is that painful that people want to run away from it to that extent? People that don't really, that are not really ready to overcome by facing it. And the truth, most of the time, it's about yourself. It's not about someone else. And most people don't want to face the truth about themselves. They'll even pretend that they do, but they don't. And you can tell the moment you tell them the truth about themselves, they, they, they get upset, they start to deny, they overreact. They don't really, most people don't love truth. <clears throat> I see parents dealing with their children. And you can tell that the parent don't love the truth in the way that they deal with their children. Because if they did, they would know that the truth would help their children, would set them free, but they stay in the way of the children so that the truth can't even get to them. No suffering, no nothing. Isn't that amazing? Yep. So that's why you guys don't remember what the assignment is as soon as you walk out of the door. <laughs> Some people don't remember. I can tell you, and then ask me, what did I say? And they want to remember. Isn't that amazing? Let me take uh, Patrick first. Did you have your hand? Well, you were talking earlier about the, you should have your mind set on think of God first. Yes. And I used to have trouble with that, but it seems easier to just, what you talked about this last week, which is just accept what is. Yes. Because if you try to put your mind on the things of God, it's another attempt in your mind that will do something of making yourself think about the things of God, which is unnatural. Right. It's better to, to just be free and see, just observe what you are spending your time looking at. And, 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 and 
the Spirit will kind of come around for you and put your mind on the things of God, but you don't put your mind on the things of God. That's right. As a matter of fact, when you uh, are conscious enough to accept reality, you, your mind is on the things of God. When it's, it's the mind that fight back that's not on the things of God. Because the things of God is not about quote scriptures or remembering what God said. It's just being conscious. Like as Mary said, rising above and being aware. So when you can accept reality, the only way you can accept it is because your mind is set on God. And that's what it means to... In my mind, I always thought of it as being something else. See, that's the lie that comes from the mind. The devil, he's always working to throw something else in there to make you believe something else. And people identify with that and they keep falling for the lie. It becomes a struggle. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Aren't you like loving this? Or is it just me loving it? Yeah. <laughs> it's so simple. And yet, you make it so complicated. It's not that complicated. I think you hit the nail on the head when you said the devil comes in and play with those thoughts that you be, even though the information that you're given. I'm a, I'm a product of that, yes. you see. And I, I began to understand this week that uh, how unaware I was. Yes. You know, and, and uh, one, one thing in particular, I think you brought to mind when I, I was just thinking the revelation came. I had <clears throat> one day this week I was involved with three or four people's problems. And I found out I couldn't go to sleep. I couldn't figure it out. It just dawned on me why. And that was, it seemed like, I, I think I was playing God in a sense. You know, it, it, it got, I felt good about what I was doing. Yeah. And, when, and it did dawned on me, yeah. just now you made a statement, and it dawned on me, hey, you played God, that's why you couldn't sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, I, I, I just, I, I had to stand back and, 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 and get some rest to understand some of that. And this morning, when you made that statement, it just dawned on me what it was. That's right. I'm telling you, you guys are wasting your time. You could be having fun in life. And yeah, life is challenging, but you don't have to try to control it. Just be aware of it. What are you thinking, John? I love what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Are, are you still struggling with this? Not as, not as much. I wasn't here last Sunday, but the assignment I was doing nonetheless yeah. on so many different things. And uh, I had to speak up to some relatives, too. And I'm known as really confrontational. Yeah. But then I just accept that the way it is. That's right. And the devil comes and says, oh, you're confrontational or you're doing it wrong. And if I'm doing it wrong, then he could, uh, you know, God can reveal that to me. But so, yeah, just... Uh, I just love, you know, I love what The devil comes at the light, too. You know, he'll come and tell you, okay, this is the way you do it, or this is wrong, or help this person, or don't help this person. He'll come at the light. You'll know the truth, but he'll try to come and act like he's the truth, too. And so when you get these thoughts, it looks like it's the truth because he's coming at the light, but he's a liar. He's a deceiver. He's just feeding on you. He's playing a game on you. And most people can't identify the darkness from the light. They think that that is the light. And that's why you have to sit still and know the truth. You got to sit still. You got to accept what is and forgive. Because when you forgive, then he has no more control over your mind. But if you don't forgive, he's going to control your mind. Just know that. Because you're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven with an unforgiving heart. So if you're unwilling to forgive, you can just hang it up and go get drunk. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, forgiveness. I have a little problem with forgiveness here. Is that you can't forgive of yourself, right? Right. And when you forgive someone else, that's one thing, but... I was under the impression that you can forgive yourself in a, in a, in a sense of um, uh, forgetting it, you know, letting it go. Um, you got to forgive before you can forget. Okay, okay. People who don't forgive never forget. Because I remember one time you told me, have I ever forgiven myself? Right. Yeah, and, and that's where my conflict is right now. Right. What do you mean by that? Good question. There are things that we have done to people yes. over the years yes. in, in a state of darkness 
that we can now judge ourselves for if we want to. Yes. You know, like, wow, I can't believe I did that. I'm just this mean person. Or there are things about ourselves that we don't like, and yes. we judge ourselves for that. Yes. Or we could be hating other people and then hating ourselves or hating other people. Yes. That kind of stuff you got to okay. let go of. You got to just watch sense. it. Okay. And, and if you can accept it, I'm like this, and just watch it, then it, God will cause you to forgive. Oh, I see. Even yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. you cannot forgive yourself. So it runs together, basically. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. All right. I of yourself, you can do nothing. So, but watching it would cause it to happen. That makes sense because I was confused about the two forgiveness. Yeah. I know one that God will forgive you, but when you said forgive yourself, I, I, I didn't put those, what you just said, those When you judge yourself, it's just, you get the same effect that you get as a result of judging someone else. Okay. okay. You get the same pain, mm -hmm. the same lie, okay. you live the same life. So forgiveness works in the same order. Yeah. Okay. Forgiveness is forgiveness, it set you free. Okay. And then when you forgive, you do forget. Don't believe the lie that you don't forget. You do forget. It's the people who have not forgiven that they're constantly remembering. Now they take a pill and tell themselves, I forgive you, but I'm never going to forget. They're a liar. They don't forgive you. And they're going to always have conflict. But forgetting is it's like there's no, there's no pain, there's no anger, there's no emotions. Right. There's none of that. But you can remember it. I mean, yes, bring sir. it up, speak about it without all of the... The, the pain. I'm pain. glad you said that. Yes. You're right. You remember it if you want to tell the story to right. someone, right. you know, if you want to use it as an example, but there is no pain with it anymore. Okay. You know, it, it, you can sleep at night. There's nothing inwardly that reminds you in a pain-like way what happened to you. That's what I mean. Because some people think, well, if you forgive it, how, you, how can you bring it up? I bring it up because I need to use the story. Okay. But once I tell you what happened, it's, it's gone again. Okay. And I don't feel anything about it when I tell you what happened anymore. Okay. I can talk about it until the cows come home and feel nothing about it. Because the spirit of it is gone. It was a situation, now it's nothing. It's nothing. That's why you, you don't have to carry this stuff through life. You don't have to remember it. Isn't it sweet? Yes. yes. Yeah? Yes. I'm not getting an amen from you. <laughs> What's difficult about it for you? About this easy and simple way of living? The easy, simple way of living, I guess, is not uh, what's difficult for me because I believe that I am, I am free. I, I've accepted you know, who I am. I've accepted. Um, that I do have a, a spirit, and that spirit is free. However, the not me person, I, I, I don't get that. And I understand that there's a spirit and there's me, but um, when I'm still and I, um, I'm seeing uh, or, you know, my thoughts and, and seeing those and, and releasing those, I guess it's, it's a challenge of, Okay, now what? You know, what do I do? Because I, no answers come. You know, there's nothing that says, well, I need to do this, that, or the other. We didn't um, do nothing. Well, you can't do nothing because, you know, I have to live life. I don't know what you mean then. What do you mean? Um, when you say you can't do nothing, you have to do something, I don't understand. Give me an example. Um, I, I don't know, when, when, when I meditate in the morning, for instance, um, I've heard you say, okay, you'll know what to do. Right. Okay. No, I don't know what to do. Right. Okay. I don't. And that's not enough for you? To not know what to do? Right. Um, no, because my desire, yeah, I, I, maybe I'm wrong, you know, no, no, my no. desire is to do what... Uh, is right and what is pleasing and, and to um, to do the, the right thing, to change, to, not to change my life, but to, to, to move my life in a different direction, to move my life forward. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Um, Let your desire go. So I... 
-huh. What does that mean? You can't have a desire. Because in your desire to move your life forward, it gets in the way of your life moving forward. Because your desire has also has a plan or an idea no. or how it should go forward. No, 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 no. It has to. Otherwise, why would you have a desire? A desire is built on something. A desire is built, my desire is built on living each day, each moment um, in a way that's, that's pleasing, in a way that's productive, in a way that's helpful, in a way that, you know. But see, that's a desire. Okay. Let that go. And just let God's will be done. But don't have a okay, desire. And I, and oh, let me say this. I know what it is. Thanks. See, you've been taught that. Your desire is to be pleasing unto the Lord and to just live your life and just do this. That need to go. And then God, God knows your heart and he will work your heart so your heart would be his desire. <coughs> Whatever that is. And we don't know what his desire is right. until we come into it. Okay. You know, until it's happening. So, but this thing about I want to be pleasing and I want to be this, it's all a setup. Okay, You've been taught but, to but want that. Okay, so if I let that go, and I and I, I thought I did, okay, when I meditate, after I meditate and get up, then what? Go about your day. Okay, that's my point. What is going about my day? What is my day? Okay, you, what, what? Normally when I get up, I go take a shower, <laughs> and, uh, comb my hair. <laughs> Uh, okay, I rush to the studio to uh, rush, get, you know, get my work, come to the studio, yell at Faber in the studio. Uh, I, I, well, that's what I go do. And, and then in doing that, he's guided me through it, allowing me to see and discover and do things this way and move forward. That makes sense. But don't you desire to do that? I, 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 I just want his will to do it. See, we've been taught to desire. And so we are, built, we, have been we are built a desire. You know what I'm saying? And that's a setup too. I understand too. that, but I mean, but you... Oh, I got you. Yeah. I got you. My desire is not based on anything. It has no feeling. It has no plan. It has no idea. But that other desire that I had... Oh, I just want to do the Lord's will. I want to do right. I want this and that. But I was taught by the preachers, and I heard adults say, oh, you know, your desire to do right. That wasn't my desire to do right. I was doing wrong. You know, but I said my desire is that. It's another setup. And that's what you're struggling with. Well, you, I mean, to have a plan, is that considered... A desire as well. I mean, if you have a business and you plan to operate your business a certain way, uh, what's the difference? I can, I can, in running a business, yeah. you know, I, I, we can lay out a plan that we're going to do, mm -hmm. some things we're going to do, but we're not attached to the plan. You know, we would like to enhance the PR department or we would like to hire some more people because the need is there, mm -hmm. but we're not attached to that. If it doesn't work, fine. And if it does, fine. But when you're not attached to it, it's going to work out in an amazing way. Okay. But, you, you know, tomorrow I want to, Ernest called me up and said, you have a 5 o'clock appointment tomorrow. I'm going to jot that down, and hopefully tomorrow I can make the thing. But I'm not attached to it that if I don't, I'm going to trip out. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because I don't have my own desire. So let all your desires go. Because that's a setup too. Isn't it amazing how we've been so set up? Even to have a desire is a stress. So what do I do now if I don't plan? I gotta do something. My desire is this, it, it set you apart from God. You gotta live freely, a free life. I see so many hands. Yes, ma'am. Oh wow. <laughs> um, I was just I was just gonna say I kinda relate to her. I, I think you want there's a part of fitting into society and doing some things that your family would 
look at as being good or nice. And yeah. I was kind of caught up with that because my sister's, my niece and my sister's daughter had a baby and I didn't go to the hospital right away and I could tell talking to my sister she was, she didn't like that. Yeah. Even though I have plans to go by there today, and, but I didn't, I felt that she was so, uh, I, could, I could feel her anger in her voice that, you know, and she's like, well, you take care that I didn't <laughs> run, run to the hospital. That's right. And I'm like, wow, you know, yeah. and, and here it is, I, have, I went shopping for my niece and I'm going to bake some brownies and take over there. And I just didn't even want to share that with her because she was already angry at me because I didn't rush to the hospital like that's everybody right. else did. So and that's a setup. Yeah. I had a, a lady call me and said that I'm going through a divorce, and then now I just found out my husband is dying or something happened to her husband, and all of a sudden I feel guilty. I feel like I need to be there, and so she goes to visit this husband, and the family, his family, goes off on her. <laughs> You know, like just go off on her. And she really doesn't want to be there anyway. So she's like, what do I do? What do I do? I said, take your butt home. <laughs> Tell them they can have this man. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm done anyway. <laughs> you know, they were, she doesn't need to be there. But because she's been so set up, now that the person is sick, I need to be there and take care of the person. They didn't have a relationship. It's over. They were separated. He was gone his way, and she's gone her way. But that same setup is there. Oh, you're a mean ex-wife because you won't go. The devil is just playing all kinds of games on us because we've been set up for the game. But what if she gen genuinely wanted to be there just to get she that support because he was sick? She said she was there out of guilt. Oh, well, that's different. Like, I don't want to be here, but I think I ought to be here because he's my ex-husband. I'm like, it's an ex. Ex is over. <laughs> and if you die along the way, you're just dead ex. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? But if you identify with that, it's going to mess you up, folks. God wants you to be free. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to be of courage, of love. He wants you to have perfect peace. But your ego got to die first. It has to die. That's the only way you got to have this peace. You got to let this thing that you identify with as mine and pain and love and all that, you got to die from that and then you shall be free. It's just that simple. Yes, ma'am. I was thinking about when you were saying the desire. How, how that's such a trick. And another one is passion. You know, like the world talks of having a passion. Uh -huh. And that's another setup. Because yes, ma'am. And you'll go nuts trying to pull up a passion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not passionate about anything. I want to be passionate. <laughs> and then you look at passionate people and they seem like they're really into it. And God forbid if you got a little money for being passionate or a little success, you're really going to try to pull it out. It's a setup. Yeah. Isn't that something? It is something because my, my resume states how passionate I am about <laughs> <laughs> Yes, ma'am. Don't you like tearing down these walls of deception? Well, when you come into the light, that's what's going to happen. All the illusions are going to fade away. And reality is there. And you're right. You got to stand alone. If mom and dad are running to the hospital in a state of emergency, you got to resist that pool from going to. They're going to talk about you if you don't show up. It's ridiculous. One minute. Oh, my, I only have one minute left? Oh, man. Go to my website at bondinfo.org. And I want you to order to be still and know. And you got to learn to calm down, accept what is, and forgive. And life, then you can start living. Nothing else is going to do it. You got to let go. And, and I love the way we, you know, we tore down these illusions. Let your desire go. It's a setup. You don't need it, folks. All right? We do counseling. We need your support. If you like what you're hearing here, we need your support to make it happen. So we need you to call 1-800-411-BOND. 1-800-411-2663. Or go to our website, church at bond info. Org. And don't forget to tune into the radio show Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. Thank you, guys. Thank you.
For more information or to purchase a copy of this show, visit us on the web at www.bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND.